What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Strive for Strength podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Stramble. I am an online fitness as well as an online business coach for fitness professionals. I'm also the CEO of FTF Agencies, where we outsource virtual administrative assistance and consult specialists for fitness coaches. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the potty, my dudes. I am very, very excited for this episode because this is something I've personally struggled with quite a bit in the past few years, my business, as well as just honestly in my life in general. And um, that is going to be shiny object syndrome. So you might be asking yourself, okay, what the heck is shiny object syndrome? You might be very well versed in understanding what shiny object syndrome is, but I do want to take some time to just go over it with you guys. Again, always quick, short and effective episodes for you guys to have actionable takeaways. So let's get started. Let's hop into the episode. So shiny object syndrome is something that I've personally dealt with quite a bit over the entirety of my life, honestly, but also especially in my business. And shiny object syndrome is basically just a condition that literally keeps business owners in conflict day to day. And what I mean by this is shiny object syndrome is basically a big distraction and just getting um, caught up in what the next thing might be. And for entrepreneurs, especially, this is something that happens quite often. And the reason is because we're very multi-passionate, right? Um, me also on top of it being an ADHD or like I get really, really in my zone where I want to do this. And then I see someone else incorporating, you know, now they're doing reels and now they're doing lives every other day. And, oh, now they have a client handbook that does this, this, and this. And I think, you know, oh, I have to keep up with the times. I got to keep up with the Joneses. Like I have to implement everything that all these other coaches are doing. And this not only leads to you getting stretched too thin and getting distracted and not being able to create remarkable work. um, It leads to a lot of comparison and imposter syndrome. Um, It leads to you not using your time very wisely. And of course, more than anything, it leads to you being you know, not, not unique, not genuine to who you are and and what you want to accomplish in your business. And the reason is because if you have shiny object syndrome and you start to see, you know, this coach implementing this one strategy, and then this other coach implementing this other one, you don't do the first one fully and you half-ass it. And then on top of that, you're just copying other people's work because you're trying to keep up with what they're quote unquote, you know, doing right. And I think the most important thing to really, really focus on here is making sure that you can call yourself out when shiny object syndrome comes into play. And the reason is because shiny object syndrome generally comes in because of one big thing, your ego, right? And the reason is because your ego is more than likely checking you to be like, oh, well, this person's doing this. Like you need to make sure that you catch up. Like you're going to fall behind, right? Your ego is a, is a self-serving defense mechanism. And so it's just defending you from, you know, quote unquote, falling behind when in reality, if you start stretching yourself too thin and trying to do so many different things, you're going to half-ass almost everything that you do in your business. Your delivery is not going to be the best. You're going to notice your lead gen starting to slip. Your, you know, your energy management more than anything is going to be all over the place. And if you have a team, your team's going to be wondering, okay, why am I constantly confused? Why are we constantly working on different things and not finishing, you know, the first thing that we started? There are so many just downfalls to having shiny object syndrome, especially in your business. It also just makes you show up very inconsistently. And if you are inconsistent, realistically, 
your audience is going to notice, your team is going to notice, your clients are going to notice. And this is something I actually struggled with quite a bit because you guys can imagine with me owning, you know, the three different sectors with the agency, business coaching, and then fitness, and then having multiple sectors underneath those, I wear a lot of hats. So it is really hard for me sometimes to give all of my focus and energy and attention into specific areas of the business, which is why for me, delegation has been one of the most important things that I could have ever taken a look at, ever pursued, and ever given opportunity to other people to do because I have to do less in my position and I can focus on overseeing and and managing all the major tasks that we have to do. And I put my ego aside to be like, okay, there are people in my business and leaders that I can train into even better leadership positions to essentially take over those roles. So I don't have to wear all the hats. I'm more or less just oversee everything that's kind of going on. And I had to really put my ego aside and be like, okay, there are people who might do this job better than me. And there are people that I can trust and I am, you know, going to put my trust in them. So that way I'm not doing everything in my business and stretching myself too thin. Okay. So especially for those new coaches who are out there, I know there's so many coaches out there nowadays, especially fitness coaches, right? So when you're getting started, here's the thing. I always say, try to learn from observation. Like it is so important to learn from observation. I probably learned so much just in the beginning of my, you know, my Instagram days back in like 2013, when I started and really, really dove into it in 2016. Um, I really had to put my ego aside to also just not copy everybody else and copy what everyone else was doing. This is why I think investing time into your leadership, your self-awareness, your self-assurance, your confidence in what you can provide and what you can do is so vital. Because if you believe in yourself and you're self-aware and you have the self-assurance that you are going to change lives and that you have, you know, a very creative and, and very ambitious vision you will become innovative. And when you are a leader, right? I think one thing that a lot of uh, people don't talk about with leadership is I think that leaders are innovative. Leaders are constantly expanding their brain and more than anything, they pour into emotional intelligence and understanding social interactions with other people. And because of this, it means they're, they're usually very confident, right? Leaders have a lot of self-assurance. They know they can get their shit done. They know when they do shit, it is incredible. And they know what they can provide. They know what their services offer. And I think that that's something that is so vital for anybody to really embody. But especially as a leader, if you're going to lead a team, if you're going to lead clients, you have to have that self-assurance that you don't need to be doing what everyone else is doing. You get to stay in your lane. And this is how you create a unique offer. Say hi to Zara because apparently she's coming in to meow to us today. What's up, baby girl? <laughs> Interrupting the show. But this is something that I really want to, you know, just have you guys hone in on because I've seen it happen with so many coaches where they'll go from this coach to this coach, right? They're like coach hoppers too. Um, and they just want to like do whatever program they see all the new coaches joining, but they don't look at which program is actually best for them, their mindset, their belief system, their values. I've had plenty of coaches come to me from other programs that said they didn't align with their values, but they knew it was a good program and their friend joined or this, this and this person joined. So they had to hop on the bandwagon, right? I think one of the best habits that you can form to avoid shiny object syndrome is one, focus on being an original and a creator. So always asking yourself, like, how am I doing this differently, right? How can I troubleshoot, diagnose problems and come up with my own solutions? Or how can I look at previous solutions that have been made and make them my own, right? The more that you can make things your own, the more success you're going to have in this space, the more unique you're going to be, the more remarkable um, results you're going to get your clients. So 
If you feel like you deal with shiny object syndrome, feel free to shoot me over a message on Instagram. My Instagram is just at fears to fit F E A R S T O F I T. That's probably the best place that you will be able to find me. I hope this episode was super helpful as always just short, quick and effective episodes for you guys. So you can get the most out of it without, you know, I know my ADHD brain can listen to 40 minute episodes, but I hope that this was helpful for you guys. I love you guys so much. If you guys are not a part of our free Facebook group for online fitness coaches, we do a lot of personal development work in there. We post business tips every single day. I will leave that down in the show notes for you guys. Lots of love and I will chat with you guys soon.